Welcome to the Glam Life Podcast, where we empower and inspire beauty professionals to take their careers to the next level. Your host, Victoria, is a certified business coach with over a decade of experience in the beauty industry, helping countless beauty professionals start and grow successful businesses. Now she's sharing her knowledge and expertise with you. Whether you're just starting out in the beauty industry or looking to take your business to new heights, this podcast is for you, covering topics like community, management, branding, and much more. So join us on this journey to build the beauty business of your dreams. Oh, good morning, Glammies. Today's guest is a special girlfriend of mine. She is not only um, a friend of mine, but also someone that I've coached with and traveled to multiple continents with. And she is actually um, one of the distributors of Brow Sister PMU products. So she is kind of the plug if you're looking for an aesthetic in UK. She is called the queen of her kingdom. Yes, because ironically, her last name is kingdom, but also because she is the woman to know when it comes to all things conferences and networking in the United Kingdom. She is my friend. She'll soon be yours. I'm proud to introduce you to Alice Kingdom. Alice Kingdom, do you realize that you have? Yes. We going? Yes. We going? Do you Is realize? This going to be the worst podcast ever. Yeah. Do you realize that you have a massive SEO problem? Yeah. Do I? Have you ever Googled your name? Do I? Have you ever Googled your name? Uh, yeah, I get Alice in Wonderland yes. come up quite a lot. <laughs> Ten pages of it. So you know, I was telling you before I record podcasts with people, I like to research them. So I go and see. Have they done other podcasts? Have they done interviews? Have they ever been, you know, featured in a magazine? What even like long form um, like blog posts or long form captions on Instagram? Anything that gives insight to like who you are, your experiences or things that you really stand for. Mm -hmm. So that I can ask you deeper questions more than just like, how did you get started in PMU? So, so are we going to talk about going down the rabbit hole and whether I should eat something that makes me bigger so, and smaller? Is no, that what we're doing? You're now? always going to be smaller. <laughs> you don't eat anymore. <laughs> no, but that really threw me for a loop. I couldn't find anything on you because I think because your husband's like a very secretive person, you probably keep a lot of personal information off the internet anyway. Um, no, I think you're probably right. I think I've got a, I think I've got a massive SEO problem. Yeah, and then also <laughs> the fact that you probably should sue the Walt Disney Corporation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they need to be suing me. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but I did want to ask you, so you are a prolific business owner. You don't just own your own business, but you often have to move it. I do. And you keep it afloat. I do. Um, you're a very well-respected name. I've said this many times over the last probably two years. Like everybody knows Alice. And everyone does. And they always come to you. To it's true. And they come to you to fix it. It's true. And they come to you to fix it. Like, oh, can you get me in? Or can you help me? Can you give me this ticket? Have you heard from this person? Do you know this person? Can you put us in contact? Like you have really situated yourself into kind of like I was jokingly calling you the queen of your kingdom, but truly when you think UK, you think Alice kingdom. Oh, that's so sweet. And true. And, and the name helps. And, <laughs> and here we are at your conference. Yeah. So I was wondering, you give off like older, oldest child energy. Are Do you I? Hey, what's up? Okay, ads are annoying, so I'm going to make this really quick. Did you know that the Glam Life Podcast now has its own Instagram page? At the Glam Life Podcast. Go check it out. Give us a follow. What's oldest child energy? You're, you're going to handle it. You're going to um, get everybody like their jobs. You're going to keep everyone in order. You'll fix it. You'll make everything okay. You give off older child energy. I am the older child. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> the SEO for that. Did your parents own businesses? 
Did your parents own businesses? No, I'm the I'm the I'm the first business owner. I think out of yeah, I, you know, I think out of yeah, I, my dad was self-employed for a long time. Yeah. Um, what did he do? He was a painter and decorator. Oh really? You know, Jasmine Debelius's dad was a roofer. He I didn't know younger, I we used to joke that I would we go into business together, and he, his surname's Linus, and he, his surname's Linus. So it would be Robert Allen, Robert Allen Linus and daughter. You know, there's companies who are always and sons. So we were going to do that. And I was going to do the interior design because I was quite creative and he was going to make it happen. Um, But he was, you know, he was a he was a one man with a paint job. Yeah, that's how my husband does renovations. Yeah, he doesn't want to hire anybody. He doesn't want to talk to any homeowners. If he could just own the house, fix the house and pay himself, he would do that. Yeah, he, he hates that kind of thing. But I love the parts of business that include networking and expanding, meeting people, yeah. and collaborating. And you seem to really thrive on that, which is why I think it's so easy for you to fill a room. Everybody I do love it. it. I do enjoy it. And I think you have to. How did that start? Um, I don't know. I think most of the jobs that I've always done have been very people-centric. Workshops, what were they? Um, my very first job was working in double glazing sales. What is that? Uh, like for, for windows, oh, okay. like double glazing, you know. When Treatment, when we yeah. when we were taking out single pane glass and putting in double glazing because we're it's cold in the UK we have double everything's double glazed. I worked for a fantastic company called Supremo Glaze because they were supreme, and uh, so I started working for them in their marketing department. Oh um, really? You started in marketing? Yeah, I started in marketing. Well, I started on the phone picking up. Hello, Mrs. Smith. Would you like a conservatory? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Would you like some more? You know, would you like some more windows? Do you need a back door? Would you that's, like some more windows? <laughs> that's what that's what I that's what <laughs> I started. Yeah. Literally that's what we Who's used to do. Who's at the back door? It's Alice. Yeah, it's me. That's so, so that's what I used to do. I used to talk to people on the phone and then um then I went into their marketing department and I was helping to run the sales team. But that's you know, it's very people centric. Um then I did recruitment and again that's all about talking with people yeah. and, I was and really account- getting to understand them so you place yeah. them in the right spots yeah and then doing account management for them so going into the businesses and understanding what their problems were and trying to find the right people um then i did some estate agency for a little while i then got into finance and i stayed in finance for a long time yeah. so doing financial advice um but that was all still very much account management so that's very far removed though from beauty yeah how did that kind of evolve? So um, I love a beauty treatment. I'm not a particularly girly girl. I don't spend lots of time having my hair or my nails done. But I've always liked those treats and those treatments. And I've always been really interested in kind of the science behind them. Mm-hmm. And I met a lady, um, I met another military wife who was running a kind of doing leg waxing in her bedroom. And we were talking about all these wonderful treatments to do with um, body toning and skin tightening and things and she said you know you can buy these machines and maybe we should just buy one and we'll do the treatments on each other why not and i went that sounds like a great idea yeah because you're fiscally responsible (laughs) so that's kind of what she did she bought a machine the machine came with training for two people and she said hey do you want to come with me yeah and that was my very first entrance into the beauty industry was getting trained with a skin tightening machine um and then because of insurance and other bits and pieces, we added, I added more courses and things onto there. Um, and truly, it was I thought it was going to be a bit of a hobby. 
Yeah. Thought it was going to be a hobby. Yeah, it's hard um, to leave a financially stable job for something you just decided to, on a whim, to pick up. Natural crash. It wasn't really financially stable anymore. Oh, okay. So and, this was like 2008, Well, this was a couple anymore. Oh, okay. So this and, was like 2008, Well, this was, a, this was a couple of years after that. But um, I, I, when I got pregnant with my son, I was on a contract. So I didn't have anything actually to go back to. So I had this kind of time and, and I just really enjoyed setting up the website and doing all the bits back of house as well as the front of house bit. Yeah. And then when... It's that um, oldest child in you. Like, yeah. I'll make it all organized. And I was literally doing treatments in my kitchen. That's what I started out doing. I had a separate area of my kitchen, which was all screened off and was made to look like a nice little clinic. And you had people visit my house and have treatments. You weren't cooking? No. <laughs> Not at the same time. Have a spaghetti on the stove. Well, Steve's in the, Steve was away. He was away right. in Afghanistan. How, in the by the way, how did you guys meet? We met through a mutual friend. He used to, uh, I know a girl that he used to sit next to in maths, in their maths lessons that's funny in high school my husband and i yeah i remember you he saying. beat up my met in high school my husband and i yeah i remember you he saying. beat up my boyfriend yeah that's how we met <laughs> so cool i love it that's so funny but so he's away a lot he's away a lot and you needed something to focus on but then you had children and then i had children so eldest that was really good and i can remember getting this phone call from a woman from like a phone call from a woman from like a local magazine. It was called Cardiff First. And it was like the Vogue magazine of Cardiff. This is like the, the Cardiff is the, the capital city of Wales. And she said, we, um, we've seen that you're doing this treatment and we think that you'd be really good in our magazine. Now I know this now that this was a spiel to get me to pay, pay for advertising. Right, but at the time it sounded But at the amazing. time it sounded amazing. And um, so I said to her, well, I'd, I'd love to be in this thing and I think I'd get business from it, but I don't have any, I don't have any time to do any more clients. And she said, well, wouldn't that be a nice problem to have? If yeah. you had so many clients, if you didn't have stick. enough time, wouldn't that be a nice problem to have? And I can is. remember thinking, take my money, let's do it. Um, and when I got pregnant with my daughter, I thought, well, I'll just, I'll stop the advertising, I'll take a break. Um, so that's what I did. I stopped advertising and the phone didn't stop ringing. The phone didn't stop ringing. The inquiries didn't stop coming in. And so at 36 weeks pregnant, I was employing staff and opening a salon. <laughs> Oh my god! That's <laughs> and so it all much kind stress. of snowballed. You know you're going to have another baby, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. It's fine. She's it's kicking gonna be me. Fine. It's fine. She's it's kicking gonna be me right fine. now. Um, and it just kind of changed and evolved. After I had Rose, I got into permanent makeup. Um, the you know the skin tightening side of things and skincare really interests me. But um, I you know that it, it didn't kind of fit that creative element. That yeah. I wanted. It fulfilled the science bit more for me and it fulfilled the creative. So it's just kind of spiraled from there. Um, but you've had to do it more than once because because your husband is in the military, you've moved how many times? Oh, goodness me. I don't know. How um, many times have you moved the business? The business is, again, I don't know, maybe four, five, six times. What was the feeling like the first time you realized you were going to have to close your doors and start over somewhere else? Um, I, I guess it's it was never a it was never a shock because I always you know I, whenever I start something I know that that's a possibility. Yeah. So um, it was scary, but and I just kind of thought, well, I've done it once. Yeah. I've done it once, and now I'm doing it. Someone also said to me once, when you do something again, you're not doing it from scratch. You're doing it from experience. Right. And I love that because 
that is exactly what I'm doing. I know what's worked for me in the past. I know what hasn't worked for me. I know who my clients are. I know right. you're very big on knowing who to target or not. Yeah. Um, and of course, now that things, now that I, you know, I know that things will move and change. So now to protect, I suppose, my business, things like conference yeah. are more important. Things like the online training that I do, things like the distributorship of pigments and things. How did all you move fills it into that? How did you move from obviously you you were a natural at getting clients? I mean, you couldn't stop getting clients even when you wanted to. How did you move into getting students and knowing you were ready to train? Um, I was asked to be a trainer. So I originally trained with a company called Everlasting Brows, right. who have been just they're just amazing. Amazing products, amazing people, so ethical. I honestly would not be where I am without their initial support. Um, and are they coming to the conference? Uh, they should be coming to dinner tonight, nice. two of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of them live out of the country. They're probably so proud of you. Oh, hopefully. I think so. They've just Especially since really they picked friends. you out of a crowd. They handpicked you. And but said I you. was that annoying student that said, right, you've trained me in this. What else can I do? Yeah. What else can I do? So I kept coming back. And on one of the courses, the trainer said, um, the trainers, people would be asking questions while the trainer was working. And I would be answering the questions. <laughs> on her behalf and so I kind nice. of said oh I'm really sorry Monica I keep answering the questions and I feel like I'm and she said no this is fantastic because yeah. I can you're giving the right answers you've been here enough times now Alice that when you're when someone's saying what's that product that you're using you can tell them and, and, what's in and it, why uh, you use it yeah when you don't. absolutely yeah. and I'll add to it so um, off the back of that, they asked me to go and do a big beauty show and be one of their live demonstrators. On oh. the so that's what I did. I went and did that. What did that, and that feel was, like? Oh, that was amazing. To demonstrate live. Oh, my God. I've never been so tired in my life. Yeah. I think I, I don't even know how many how many people I did that day. It was almost like someone else was mapping them. and like. Oh, they was, were just piling them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like a conveyor belt. But it was amazing. It was amazing. Um so we did two days of that. And then at the dinner afterwards, when we were all just having a chill out, um, they said to me, have you got your teaching qualifications? And I said, no, I haven't. Never, never thought about it. Well, you're going to have to go and get them because we want you to train for us. And that was where that started. What was so. the first moment in your career? And it may have been that one. But what was your first moment in your career where you felt like, I'm really doing something? Like, I I'm not just know. a brow artist. I'm really doing something. Also, like, lots of us have this massive imposter syndrome. Yeah. So you kind of no one, imposter syndrome. Yeah. So you kind of no one has sat in that chair who doesn't have it. No, no. You know we're all human. No right? one sat in this chair who does have it. <laughs> <laughs> you have. I I just said this. But yeah. Yeah. Moments. This is a huge yeah. moments. This is a huge deal. You right saw now. me on stage like. Hey, commercials suck, so I'm going to make this really annoying. This podcast is only possible because of our friends at BrowSister.com. Head over to BrowSister.com and check out our amazing selections of the best anesthetics on the market, all of the best and most reputable pigments, needles, and anything else you could possibly want. We've got everyone from Taryn to Shea Danielle, and now we even have lash supplies. See you there, BrowSister.com. Use code GLAMLIFE for 20% off your next order introducing the conference I nearly lost it. In the conference I nearly lost it I mean I'm not I'm I've been known to be a bit of an ice queen I'm not at that, all. I was I'm about so to say that was the most approachable. emotion I've ever seen you show and I've seen you in actually yeah. a really hard moment before 
and this was the, the most moisture I've seen in your yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, I don't do moist eyes. Like, I, yeah. no, I don't get hay fever, I don't I have allergies. Have I, don't, I have discussed that with um, the girls at my shop when I got back from Czech. I mentioned what happened in the bathroom, and I was like, you know, that's very British. Of like, right, so sorry about that. Sorry I was crying because something terrible happened. Anyway, and then back to the dance floor. I was like, that was the oh most. God, I'd forgotten all about that. You obviously. <laughs> that was. I'd had some very, very bad news. At yeah, that we don't have to tell anybody. No, no, we won't. But, I'd but had some very it bad was news. amazing. So, yeah, you have actually seen it twice. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was more emotional. Was than it? That. Was it? That, but this was something that you earned and you worked so hard yeah. for. I mean, that blindsided me, to be fair. Standing on that stage and everything that I'd planned on saying, um, I meant it. I meant it. You know, these are, you cannot. You cannot put events on like this and not give away a part of you yeah. if you're going to do it well. You cannot train and not give away a part of you and do it well. You just can't. What's, and, how do you know if you did it well? What's the impact? Um, I'll see the feedback forms. <laughs> so it's validation. Uh, yeah, it's, it's validation. external validation. I've had a lot of validation. People are saying that it's really good, and that's and that's great. But it is. I think as well when you when you strive and when you're a bit of a perfectionist, I don't think anything is ever not that it's not enough, but you're always looking for the next thing. That is so, true, and I think anyone who is um, a high level achiever never appreciates no. the moment. You know who's very good at reminding me to stop and really soak it in is Mindy. Yeah. And I think it's because she has seven fucking kids. Yeah. But she's just everyone's mom. Yeah. So every time there is a big thing that happens and I'm you know in the group chat, because me, Katie, and Mindy talk all day, every day, and have for a very long time. Oh my God, this happened. Oh my God. What? Like I, I just closed on an acre and a half on the river in our town, which has been my dream since I knew what a river was. I saw. And she messaged me and said, take a deep breath, stop what you're doing, open the camera and video your kids running on this land before you put a house on it and and really realize the weight of the moment that you purchased something you thought you could never yeah. afford and she's so good at stopping and remembering those little moments so i've started doing it for my kids and my husband because i value that so much so i'm gonna have to start annoying you in the same way I do. my it. dad was very sweet i talk a lot about you know my kids i love my kids you know my kids i love my kids i love my husband i've got a great you know but i'm very lucky i've got a very nice you know we're, we're, we're not we're not we're, we're comfortable financially we're we're not huge earners but we we do okay we've got a lot more than a lot of other people have um so i talk about my life with my dad a lot but because my business and what I do is such an integral part of me too. Yeah. I think I talk a lot to him about eyebrows and permanent makeup and he just doesn't really get it no. at all. But he was so sweet. He sent a card last week and I actually thought it was a card for my son, my son's birthday on Thursday. And it was a card in a colored envelope. So when it arrived through the post, I just put it with the other colored cards and didn't look. My son opened it on his, on his uh, when he had a, an early birthday because we were going to be here. He opened the card and he said, this card says good luck. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. How old is he turning up? He's 12. He's like, this card says good, good luck. <laughs> and, uh, and it was from my dad. My dad had sent me this card. That's so sweet. Dad had sent me this card. That's so sweet. Saying, you know, He's gotta be I so know proud. how hard you've worked and, you know, I know how important it is to you and good luck. And, you know, Take a moment, take a moment to remember, yeah. you know, 
take a beat, well. look around and really look at what you've done. Look at what you've built. That's amazing. And I, you know, I don't know who it was that said it, but I can remember someone saying like, you, you're, you know, the end of your, your, you know, the end of your life, you're never, at the end of your life, you'll never wish that you did another set of eyebrows. Right. You'll never wish that you opened another business or went to another meeting or did another Zoom call or went to another conference. You will want to have made sure that you've spent that time with your friends and your family and the people that you love. Right. And so it is a balance, especially when you love your job. I was it going becomes to ask really you difficult. that because you had young children while you were building a business. A lot of people have that same story. Yeah. I got pregnant. I found out I was pregnant a week after my initial microblading training. I was, yeah. pissed. <laughs> yeah. I was so pissed because my husband totally plotted that. He, <laughs> he planned that on me. But you are you in the unique position of having done something I don't know anyone else who has done because I'm from the States where your kids go to boarding school. They do. So actually you have bought yourself quite a bit of time to focus on things. Absolutely. And then you know when that deadline is. You know when they're coming home yeah. for the weekend or a holiday. So this last two years has been, I have the best of both worlds. Yeah. I have the best of both worlds. My um, Because my husband's in the military, um, there is a scheme in the UK that because we move around so often for continuity of their education, they go to boarding school. Um, and boarding schools, for anyone that's watching, I, I love my children. They're not big grey boxes that you just send your kids off to and you only yeah. see them at Christmas. Um, we speak to them every day. In the US, that is what we did. If you yeah. go to boarding school, it's because you were too bad for anybody yeah. around you to take care of you. Yeah, when this is lovely. They're in like a, the, the house looks like Hogwarts in a in acres and acres of beautiful countryside. And they play lots of sports and they swim and they, they, they absolutely adore it. But... Um, and they come home every weekend. Yeah. But it means that, Tuesday, you know, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, I'm not, I'm not having to help brush teeth to, to homework, fight, argue. Yeah. Yeah. You have time um, to and that's given on. me freedom. It means that I can fly to check as long as it's only for those four days. Yeah. It's a bit more complicated. If anyone ever wants me to do anything on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I am in. <laughs> I am in. Those are like my days. You're also one of the hardest partiers. <laughs> I don't know anybody else who fell off a horse, stood up, fixed their dress, and said, right, I need a shot. I don't know. It wasn't a real horse. Does, I don't does know if it that matter? Makes, I don't know if that makes it worse. <laughs> but it wasn't even moving. <laughs> my favorite. Alice fell off a horse. And right before she did, what do you what do you call it when you side saddle ride? Uh, yeah, just side saddle, isn't it? You called it something else in the video. Did I? Doesn't matter. She was riding regular. And then she said, right, side saddle now. She said, this is easy for me. <laughs> so I the thing is, when we first saw the horse on the first day, I and can remember. She kept walking. I, can, I can remain remember saying, I'm gonna, gonna end up that on horse. that horse. And everyone's like, no, you won't. I'm like, I will. It's gonna happen. I know myself too well that that is what's going to happen and by the way those little moments while they're really funny to us and it was a bonding moment for everyone you know that we had all these funny little moments during that that convention <laughs> every time we get together we talk about something that happened at this conference or that conference that is truly how the people that you want like oh yeah well they're all a little click they all do collaborations together they do products together they sell for each other that's how they know each other. Yeah. This is where relationships are made. If you're not going to conferences, DMing somebody back and forth a couple times, DMing somebody back and forth a couple times a week is not nearly the same as spending three days watching Alice Kingdom attempt, off horse. <laughs> attempt to refrain from getting on the horse. The racker take the winner's um, stage in the winner's circle after we uncircle, after we 
unbolted a gate and went into an area that we shouldn't have been in. Or get arrested in Frankfurt, Germany. Yes. Being very important in the horsing world. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> All these little inside jokes are kind of annoying when you're on the outside, but I'm telling you, you'll you, have you're to DM missing... Victoria and see what I'm she's not going to tell you about that. You have no idea what you're missing going to conferences. When I started coming to my first conference, you were there. It was 8 a.m. in February of this, this is your year. your first conference. I Ever. didn't know that. Okay. Because prior to COVID, I mean, I was signed up for a PMU summit, but of course that didn't happen. But that was the first time I'd ever even heard of them. And then it was COVID lockdown. And then when the very first one came up, I was asked to speak because I had, you know, spent that, that last two years really kind of building relationships and building my, myself up as an educator. So I said, yeah, no brainer. Of course, I'll come to LA, I'll speak. And I do not ever get nervous or uncomfortable about the, I don't get embarrassed, nothing. Yeah. So that was fine for me that I didn't even think about it twice. But then when I got there, I realized this is so much more than me traveling here and speaking and like hoping to get some leads for a class. Oh yeah. Way more. Be like, you've not messaged me. And I'm like, yeah. I've not had time. I'm so had time. I'm so busy chatting and learning. And it's, I have to remind myself to stop and take a photo yeah. sometimes because there's so much going on. You can like, if you plan ahead, you can get some friends from the conference and have some downtime scheduled and go see the place that you're in. Which is nice. Which like is we great. went to we Carl, Carl Viveri and um, today, yesterday, what day is it? I don't know. We, we went all through um, Covent Garden. Yeah. And, yeah. So we still got to do some sightseeing and some travel, which is nice. And I think that's the allure, the glam, the glitz of traveling. Yeah. But truthfully, my business has grown more from meeting people and being in the room when business is actually happening than in three years of trying to do it. And you know, sometimes I think that a single artist, if you know, if you're watching this and you're thinking, I'm not a trainer, I don't have a product, I'm not that person, what does it give me? It doesn't matter because you will still grow your personal business mm -hmm. as an artist and as a business person or on a, on a personal level just by just by being in the room with the people that get you. Yeah, and by the way, that's when the doors open for you. If you want those things, you want to be a trainer. Yeah. Look, your relationship with Everlasting is how you became a trainer. Absolutely. If you don't have those relationships with people, you're not going to elevate. You're gonna be guessing your way through it or paying a lot. Like there are people who pay for coaching so that they can learn how to do things, but they're probably gonna overpay when they could have bought a $1,200 ticket. What was yeah. this conference? Uh, which one? This one that we're at. Oh, when, sorry. <laughs> well, how much do we pay for a ticket? Well, how much do we pay for a ticket for UK? Oh, for here, um, depending on which one you go for, it's, it's about um, it's about eight or 900 pounds. Okay, eight or 900 pounds versus $13,000. Absolutely. Yeah. And you meet everyone that you would have been talking about in your coaching sessions. Yeah. And you know, if, if I the trace- The expediency it, is out of control. And if I trace back, you know, the times that I've been on stage and the demos and things that I've done, they've all come off the back of me, like you say, being in the room, with that person yeah and saying hey i run a conference all or, of my all of I my distributors this. every conference that i got invited to was because of a conversation at the last one it all builds on each other like this is really where relationships are made if you're not in the room when business is being done you're not part of the business no. so when you said that you, well someone else told me that you were in charge of uk pmu conference we already knew each other, but I was sniffing you out. I was like, where is she? <laughs> I need to go and, and then speak I threatened to her. You. Remember I threatened you? 
I don't remember. So it can't have been it can't have been a nasty can't have been a nasty threat. I said I want to speak at the UK PMU conference and you blew me off. You said, Well, I don't know, we're everyone wants to and we're kind of full right now. And I said, Okay, I'm speaking tomorrow at two o'clock. I want you to come in the room and sit front row, which you did not, but that's I what I asked. I did come and sit in. But not front row. No, I not front, front row. row. And when I get off that stage, you will have to have me at your conference. <laughs> so it was a vague threat, a veiled threat. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was actually really, um, I was having the moment that you had earlier. So I was sitting aside with Veronica Fleiser and maybe Tracy. Yeah. And um, I was not sobbing but you know i had a tear and i was just saying how supported i felt and how i just really felt like i had fulfilled something i was so called to do because i love public speaking and yeah. i love making relationships with people and i had met so many people in person mm -hmm. that i knew only from the internet because during lockdown i had yeah. time to dm every person on the planet yeah so i had all these like friends in my head who i'm who were like oh my god you did amazing it was the most supportive bubble i could have ever been in and i was just like overwhelmed you know and you walked over and said sorry to interrupt but i have a bone to pick with you <laughs> what and you said uh well now i have to find space for you, so you come to the KPMU conference i thought that was really funny but it was so effective and even today i mean we've been in uk for 36 hours we're almost sold out i have a 50 piece we're almost sold out i have a 50 piece order for me waiting at home um, I have someone who wants to be a new distributor for us through her Amazon store, which is already approved for analgesics. Brilliant. Um, I got two new uh, students. Yeah. Who are. Who um... <laughs> we have follow on. <laughs> and that's another thing. I have a distributor in you here, right in the UK. That's another thing. I have a distributor in you here, right in the UK. Somebody yeah. else asked if they could be my UK distributor. And I'm like, sorry. 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 But now I, I'm almost at the end and I can just start sending them to you. That pays me right back. Yeah. Because every bottle you sell is a bottle I sold you. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll do a sub deal. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then of course I got um of course I got um uh our list from the sign up sheet and everything. So mm -hmm. now I have new contacts. So it all the circle starts again. Yeah. It's an amazing idea. I don't know who came up with conferences. <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was. But whoever it was, I owe them like a kiss on the shoe or something because nothing has moved my business faster. Fall off a horse anywhere else. They are so much fun. Actually, it's the most fun because when you're at home, they are so much fun. Actually, it's the most fun because when you're at home in your shop by yourself, it's monotony. And it's you people only come to you with problems. But when you're at the conference, people come to you with drinks. It's <laughs> true. a very different life. I'm never leaving. And now we, you know, it's all a business write-off because I sandwiched two conferences with a couple days in between. Yeah, so yeah, on that's our write -off, the smart way to do it. We're taking our anniversary. Yeah, so we're going to Switzerland to and Germany, places I I have wanted to see the Swiss Alps since I You're first saw love them it. in it's Sound so of Music. So clean and so beautiful. Switzerland's one of my favorite. It's very expensive. Places. Every dollar I'm everywhere is really expensive. There. Very expensive in Switzerland. It's but nice. If you were talking to someone who is maybe six months, maybe a year into permanent makeup in their own shop, and they said, you know what, you guys made that sound really fun. I want to get to a conference. What would, what would your advice to them be? Don't wait. Don't wait. Find Google PMU conference <laughs> UK. Yeah, obviously the UK um, one is really fun. Google your conferences. Google conf PMU conference, uh, Google PMU congress, Google PMU championship. Um, we're out there. 
we're in every we had there are you know not we personally but as conferences there are yeah, conferences all the way around the world yes you're 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 putting one together as well aren't you yeah um so they're everywhere um don't be afraid of going on your own please don't be afraid of going on your own yeah actually it's almost better your first yeah. one because that's when you're actually out there meeting people you don't want to feel like you have to drag your husband around your first in one. fact about 10 minutes before we came in here a lady came up to me and she said i'm i've been wanting to um speak to you all weekend and i went oh okay you know how, how pleased to meet you and she said, I'm having a wonderful time and I was so nervous to come and I could Aww. see her name on her little lanyard and she'd messaged me to say, you know, I'm coming, I'm coming on my own and I'm quite anxious and I don't know what to do and I don't know what to do. And I said to her, everything's going to be really friendly, but please come and find me, come and say hi, come and see the person that's running our buddy system, you know, everything will be fine. I said, and how have you found it? She said, yeah, I didn't need to worry at all, did I? I said, no, you didn't, you didn't need to worry. She said, I'm really pleased I came. Yeah. So, yes, if, there, if someone is, uh, or, or, you know, if you've been in the industry 10 years and you've never been to one and you don't know what the buzz is about, yeah. you know, it's not just about, um, it's not just about learning new skills, new techniques. There is, it's, it's a lot of fun it's so and it's a lot of networking. It is so much more. So Google and see what's about. Um, yeah. They're all different. They're all so different. They've all got different personalities. All of the conferences, and we think you'll agree, you know, this, the AM, Prague, the ones that you've yeah, done so, so far, different. so different. Um, so you don't even need to kind of think, well, I've done that one and now I've done conference because they're, no, they're and they're so even different. different year to year because they'll have different speakers on different yeah. experiences. Yeah, absolutely. So if somebody is interested in coming to the UK PMU conference, I know tickets are already on sale for they next year. They are 18 month break. Yes. Um, so I think rather than annually, we're going spring to do 25, spring. Right? So I think rather than annually, we're spring going to do right? spring 25. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be every 18 months. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're really good value, but they're a big investment financially. So it gives people a little bit more time to put their pennies together. It's a write off. Continuing it's education. a write off. Um, but yes, tickets are available for April, um, April, 2025. Um, they're secured with a deposit and then the rest can be paid off as and when right um but the early bird tickets are on really good deals and we're going to sell out again we sold out this year we're going to sell out again what's the um, uh what's the website uh, the website is pmuconference.co.uk yes and i will link that in the show notes as Perfect. well as well as a link to um body and browse so that they can prove your courses Lovely. as well as products but also if you google alice kingdom uk pmu conference not only will you find me hopefully you'll find lots of Beautiful pictures of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, you better add that PMU <laughs> conference at the end or you're not going to find Alice. <laughs> Sneaky. You guys, and an extra, extra special shout out, honestly, to Alice Kingdom for making time in the middle of her own conference to sit down and chat with me. So this was way back in September, um, but I wanted it to come out this week because she's now here in Louisiana with me attending my conference, and it feels very full circle. This was such such an honest and genuine conversation just between two friends. I don't even know how interesting it will be for other people, but it was just two friends hanging out, um, hanging out in a conference room in the uh, Heathrow airport. So thank you so much to Alice for that. I'm sure she'll be a guest on this podcast again because she is a very close friend of mine. And as always, I'm going to go ahead and make the shameless plea. Please continue to support the um, browsister.com, the shop that 
makes this podcast possible, head over to browsister.com and use code GLAMLIFE20 on your, for 20% off of your next order. And yeah, I will see you. I think we have another episode next week. I think we have one more episode left this season. Season four begins the second week in January. I already know who that guest is and you're gonna die. But I'll see you here next Monday. Um, same time. Bye. <laughs>